Welcome back for part two, episode 26 on superheroes. We're going to kick things off with a little rapid fire questions from a close friend of the show, Mr. Evan Tone. He's going to ask us who would win in a battle, superhero v. superhero. Thanks for tuning in to Talkin' BS. Hello. You're on with the boys. You're on with the boys. Great. <laughs> We're going to do a rapid fire question round. Evan Tone is our uh, moderator. Are you ready? Sorry. Yeah. Who's going first? Yeah, Corey. Oh, I didn't know this was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, go first. What you got? Corey. Okay, you ready? Go. He's ready. Right. Deadpool versus Venom. All right, so Deadpool's going to win just because of the simple fact that he can't die. Venom will probably eat him like three times. But Deadpool's already beaten so many of the characters. If you actually look at the comics from Wolverine, from Hulk, from whoever, he actually ends up winning, right? So at some point, he's going to end up defeating Venom. Next. Wow. Okay, go ahead. Red Hood versus Winter Soldier. I didn't hear the first one. Who was it? Red Hood. I don't even know who that is. Who's that? It's a Batman sidekick turned bad. Robin, so it's like a bad Robin? Robin Hood. Oh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier all the way. I don't even know who the other person is. Obviously, Winter he's Soldier. He's got Wakanda behind him. Sorry, Dude, I'm, he's, I'm, he's, the, he's the White Wolf. Sorry, these questions aren't for me. White Wolf. <laughs> all right, uh, next is Goblin versus Joker. Oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that one. Oh, that one's hard. That one's hard. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm going to go Joker because I don't, can't think too much into it. But I'm, I'm going to go Joker just for pure just diabolical reasons like the dude knows no limit like so i'm, I'm going joker like he he's just that's a good i like that's that a, one a lot one. because because goblet's so smart like oh i like that one a lot but i'm gonna go joker all right harley versus gamora 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 is a, gamora could she could kill him i mean like harley harley is awesome and hey how you learn but gamora gamora <laughs> would win all right um Have you seen Kick-Ass? Yes. We just okay. talked about it. All right. All right. Cool. Um, Hit Girl versus Black Widow. Ooh. I like that. I like that question. And I'm going to go with Black Widow simply for the fact that she has her own franchise movie about to come out. So she <laughs> she wins simply because of that. Uh, was that? That's about five. So let's switch it over. You you take the next one. Hit Girl was strong. You take the next Do you have ones. any more for Corey or is it my turn? No, it's five. I've got five for uh Sweet. Five for fighting? You have five for fighting? Oh, you know, <laughs> talking time, baby. Uh, okay. Uh, first one is Blade versus Hellboy. Oh, I like that question. Dude, he's had some good ones. Does Blade have actual powers? He's a vampire. I guess it would depend on what time of day did Blade run across Hellboy. Hellboy's got... Walker, I don't he's know. He is a daywalker. Day so, Hellboy's got all of hell behind him. I'm going Hellboy. All right. Um... Storm versus Wonder Woman. Oh, Storm versus Wonder Woman. I still think that Wonder Woman would win because she could lasso her way around those lightning bolts. You know what I'm saying? Like, she can fly through the air. This is 84 inspired, but yeah, I'm going to go Wonder Woman. Loki versus Joker. Loki versus Joker. 
It's got to be Loki. Loki. He could he could manipulate Joker regardless of Joker's just a man. He's got he's maniacal. It's, it's got to be Loki. It's got to be Loki. He's got powers. He what? could he could twist his mind. God he of mischief. He could honestly yes. He could he could drive Joker crazy. So I'm gonna go Loki. Joker's already okay. crazy. Punisher versus Batman. Punisher versus Batman. We've got a very uh, we've got a very Bane thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Bane versus Batman. Punisher. I, okay. Punisher versus Bane. Punisher, Punisher versus Bane. That would be an interesting one too. That's too. I, I mean, I still think Batman's going to pull it out on Punisher. They both have the dark thing going on. People in their lives have died, but Batman's got more resources. I'm going Batman. Okay. Hey, last one is Homelander versus Captain Marvel. Oh, that's an awesome one. Oh, oh! I just want to pay to see that. I, can I? Can we pay to see that? Can we can, can we start an online movement to make this happen? Homelander versus Captain Marvel. Oh, um, I mean, they seem to have very similar powers. To be honest, they got the eyes. Like he's got the eyes. He can fly. They can both fly. Oh man, dude, those are like straight up. Oh, I like this. That is one. your best question? Uh, this, yet. this you is say, the greatest. He saved, one. He saved the best it. for last. I very true. It. Uh, it's rapid fire. What you got? Give you know me, what? Give you a gut feel. False. They fall in love at the end. <laughs> Option D. <laughs> option, option D, they fall in love at the end. I think just for the sake that he's so evil, I'm going Homelander, though. I got to. He'll find some terrible, terrible thing to do to destroy her. Okay. Hold on. All right. Moderator, you're fantastic. Do you have anything else you want to say to the people? Uh, cheers. Cheers. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, dude. Appreciate it, man. Right, see you. See you, dude. Bye. That was awesome. Dude, that was great. That was awesome. Homelander versus Captain Marvel. All right, I want to dive into this one a little bit because this one deserves wow. a conversation. This deserves a conversation. It does. So I, I gut feel you may be right. Uh, it may go just because he is so diabolical. However, I think I'm going to lead Captain Marvel at the end of it. I think I have to just just. She's simply, got the... Uh, I mean, like, she's, she's the top. She's the bee's knees, as Captain America would say. Like she, I mean, you know, she is the top of the food chain. Yeah, they were talking about like strongest, most powerful beings in the universe. Yo, and, that's a conversation we need to have. And I know that they said that Hulk was supposed to be up there, and then obviously Thanos, his ability to just fight him in one-on-one combat was just yeah. insane, well, even without the Power Stones or whatever. Um, Infinity Stones, I'm sorry. Well, what um, if, I mean, but then you get into like, I don't know, man, Wanda... Wanda has some stuff yeah. that I don't feel like gets recognized. The Scarlet Witch is legit. I do want to address that. But first, we have some more last-minute questions. This is the last... There it is. He's always interrupting me. Uh, <laughs> 20 years, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, we have some last-minute... This is the last bit of last-minute questions we're going to take in. One Brandon Dowd texted me and said, I just sent in my questions. Hope we're not too late. And I got them like 30 minutes ago. So we're on the fly. We're just, we're, we're off the script, but he sent in some questions and they're all what looks to be Marvel centric. So let me read these. Corey's never seen these. So I haven't seen them either until just now. So they're all new. Brandon Dowd's first question is number one with many iconic movie series and trilogies having come before our time and early in our childhood, 
How do you connect with such an expansive universe that you have had the opportunity to grow with since you were roughly 16 years old? So that's a great question, right? And I think we kind of alluded to this earlier with the evolution of the way that they adjust to social issues of the time. And if you're able to watch them kind of live and as you're living and as you're growing, that gives you the ability to kind of really connect with it. And if even if you catch it kind of mid phase, mid whatever, right? I mean, it gives you that opportunity. But for us specifically, so we, I think I've talked about like our, our pizza movie night, like that's our tradition. Yes. Like I travel a ton and I, I make a point to be home at least for the weekends, right? And so what we do is one night on the weekend, typically Sunday night, uh, but it, it kind of can always vary depending on my, my schedule. We will watch a movie, order pizza once a week, no matter what, we will do this. We have not allowed Jonah to watch all of the Marvel movies because there are some that are a little too big for him. Uh, but I will say out of the – I'm pretty sure it's 22 movies. Out of the 22, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's seen probably 15 or 16. That's pretty good. He So he knows them. And he's six now? He's six. Yeah. He won't turn seven until Landry's born. Coming on seven, yeah. Wow. Y'all are all September babies. So, I mean, you know, we're just going to keep it – we're going to keep it going. <sighs> New Year's babies as they call it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Chinese New Year. You turn the New Year and then – yeah, well, it, it, depends, it, is. it depends on the business. It depends on how you're about it. So I, there's something to be said about taking the content in, and I hate calling it content because it kind of waters it down, but it's, it's something to be said about watching the movies and the art as it comes out in the time that it's supposed to be seen. Because you watch, Ooh, you watch Iron Man now, and it does look a little different in that it was 20 years old. Not, 20 even, years old. not even to that thing about the original Star Wars. That too? Very that true. There's a trilogy that he was probably yes. referencing that was before our time, technically. Yeah. But we've all watched it. We've all loved it. We've seen it yeah. multiple times. And and honestly, our grandkids will probably look back and be like, they like the Aven- <laughs> they, they like the Avengers. That that shit looks trash. That's trash. You know this new uh, this new Batman is straight gas. <laughs> Getting dumb lit. Getting dumb lit on this straight new Batman shit, dude. Like, let's go, bro. <laughs> I will punch my chest. We're not going to talk about this till the next episode, or we may never talk about it. But the Elon Musk one with Chad on Mars. Oh, we're talking. Did about you watch it? The next episode, yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, Y'all, oh yeah, straight grass, straight grass, dude. Cannot. All right, moving on. <laughs> Brandon Dowd's second question is: Many feel that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has become too saturated with countless movies, and now they're taking the plunge into the scape that is television. They're dumb. Others express that the quality of the productions within this universe has not wavered despite the immense content load. There's the word, content. What is your take on these two opinions? Well, the first one's dumb, uh, and you're a stupid person. The second one... To, to go into television? Dude, no, no, no. Going into television is perfect. Why wouldn't you do that? I agree. That's genius. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a business. That's how people want to take in their content, their art these I, days. Look at, look, look at Netflix success model. And yeah. it has been so tremendous that 8 million other people have now tried to replicate it with the most recent being Paramount Plus. Paramount yeah. Plus, fuck stupid. Oh my gosh. Edit that word out, but it is stupid. Yeah. And I just, I, I can't, I can't, there, there are too many streaming services at this point, and we've, we've alluded to this too. But now at this point, you're not, you're paying for cable again because of all the streaming services that you tried to save on, right? Now you True. shouldn't pay for both their van. Moving on, but, we're not addressing this. But... You know, I, I, I understand the point. I understand the question. It's a great question. It really is a great question. But the ability to, to roll this out into phases, they have a defining movie to conclude a phase, 
right? So if you, yes. if you want to segment it, you can. Yeah. If you want to expand upon it, you can. That's the genius of business entertainment and, and really like how you can partake in it. However you, however you please, it gives you the option. I will say they've done it better than others have, as we have already addressed. Yeah, but okay, but who else have, has tried to even go not, not to this on this amount? Not on the scale. No one. No not one. On no scale. one's on the sliding scale on this on the far right side that Marvel is. It took an hour and. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting it. Took an every, hour and twelve every minutes. Every single one I can. I'm oh, getting he's it. Gonna, in. He's gonna do it. Um, so, do I think they went too far with the TV shows? We're gonna talk about that in a second. So I'm gonna pause on that. But uh, is there too much content? I mean, I even like the Ant Man movie, which some people like would oh, some people would write off as like terrible. No, so I good. thought it was great. So good. I thought like some I people, will say though, the only reason that I do like Ant Man is because of Paul Rudd. True. Like I'll I'll, I'll honor true. that. I'll honor that. If you want, if you want, Kate from Lost is in there too. I don't know truth. her real name. I do, I do. No, mm, I can't think of it right now in this moment. But I thought that was great. I thought it was a gr- those were two great movies. Even the second one, you had to go in the quantum, r- quantum realm. But every movie has a purpose, and they, I think watching it back in its entirety, every movie, every moment has a purpose. So that that I think is a question, though. Yeah. Is like, do you have to watch twenty two movies, forty seven episodes of something to be able to understand what's coming mm. next? That I think maybe may where Brandon's trying to go with this question, yeah. and and that makes that makes it a more difficult play. I do think I can still segment it like into phases, into into certain things, and you can expand upon it however you would like. But there is a lot of content. There is a lot that you do have to take in if you want to truly understand everything. However, true. However, if I'm just like day one rolling in, I want to watch you know Endgame, right? I want to see Infinity War. I want to see the the big ones at the You're end. You're gonna be confused. You'll be confused, but it will still be entertaining. It'll so entertaining. Still be entertaining. So entertaining. And that, at the end of the day, what what is a movie trying to do? Is entertain? You? Entertain. It's a good point. It's a great point. Um, great question. He's got a. I, I want to say a lighter question, but it's not. Does Peter Quill, Mister Chris Pratt, does he deserve the amount of hate that he gets for essentially causing the snap, despite Doctor Strange's premonition? that there is only one winning scenario for the Avengers. And honestly... Go first. You go first. Yes. Yep. Dude, keep it together, brother. I I understand. I understand. I understand why and how, but when I was watching it back, you know, in sequence like that, when I got to that scene, I was like, it was literally just Quill. It it was like they had the they had the gauntlet. It was off his hand. The plan worked. Everything was fine. Just literally, all he had to do was not punch him in the face. And you know what he did? He punched him in the face. Let me ask you a question. How do you think that? So yes, the first thing you said in there was that Doctor Strange predicted. But he he just found out the love of his life had just had been killed by Thanos. I get it. But how how does somebody take into play free will? Like if if you really want to go into the statistics of it, right? Like how does a, how does Doctor Strange take into the account free will? That is one thing that humans have that you legitimately can't. There's no algorithm for that. Like, and I'm a dude right. that I operate in that world. I I'm very data oriented, analytical. I do a lot of algorithms, and you cannot operate based on human will. Like there is always a plus or minus 5%, right? There, there's always something. Uh, so that's, 
which I mean, makes I get, he's a which wizard, makes right? life interesting. And and it <laughs> it would have been silly had from the get go. Hey, had he said, you know, that remember at the very end, the one, yep, the you know, one. He, like Iron Man looks over at Doctor Strange and he looks at him and he's like holding his spell and he goes, he holds up the one and it's like, oh no, and it it was like, oh, we're here, we're we've done it. Like this is this was the one. Yep. We're on track. We're on track for that one in a million. One in four, whatever, whatever the whatever the number was, one in fourteen. It was a crazy whatever number. number. Um, But damn it, Quill! All you had to do was just like keep your cool. (laughs) That's that. That is free will. Free will. Does he deserve the hate? That is the question. Does he deserve the hate that he gets? Honestly, Mm. yeah. Honestly, yes. I think yes. Actually, one out of. 3.5 3.5 billion people die. Having a planet thrown at you, that was pretty wild. But yes, you 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 had a selfish moment, and I get it. Again, I get it. You're trying to avenge the death of the person you love the most in the world. And as a result, billions of lives lost across the galaxy. That is the saddest sound. Even Wilder's disappointed by it. <laughs> Wilder's disappointed in, in Quill. Um, this is a perfect segue back to what we were talking about, which sure. is who is the most powerful being in the world. Cause I want to talk about the last two series. So we've, we've exited Endgame happened, the blip, the snap, the snap, and then the blip, whatever you want to call it, they're back. And Brandon's question is how do you feel about the predicted upcoming storylines? The dark Avengers, Dr. Strange versus the Scarlet witch, etc. Uh, how would you like to see the franchise's storylines move forward? He'll hang up and listen out i do appreciate the hang up and respect to listen i, I love appreciate that. that uh listen okay so yes there are a couple of predictable storylines i'm not gonna say there's not but at the same time has any of this ever been predictable they always find a way to kind of twist it into some way there they are always do <clears throat> always dude they're they're for such a seemingly obvious Conclusion. Conclusion. You, you you know you just the assume details things, are so different. But there are some pretty awesome plot twists. Yeah. The whole Bucky Winter Soldier plot twist. I mean, like li- like it seems very small, but like that was a pretty big plot twist. You know what Dude, I'm saying? I like, mean, like now he's a he's a central character now. Yes. Yes. He will be a main part of the new universe. And so we've had two offshoots since Endgame. Three, I guess. I have not watched well, Spider Man. I've not watched the multiverse. No, I'm sorry, not the multiverse. The uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal one. Yeah, Did no you ever watch? About that one. Do you watch it? Yeah, I have. I heard I it was supposed that. to like introduce the uh, the new multiverse, whatever. No, yay, maybe. Sometimes, sometimes. I didn't see that one, but I did see WandaVision. Before we get to Falcon, I would like to talk about WandaVision. I thought, and and when I started Marvel again with Kimberly, I told her. Honestly, WandaVision was what I thought was the best product. I thought it was the best product that Marvel had put together the, in, in its entirety. Really? As far as storytelling goes, I thought it was amazing. Let me tell you why I haven't. Very, very, that's a very strong thing. That, I is, a, that I felt, is a strong statement, I felt sir. very emotionally attached. I think it was because the emotions of the show. But you don't even get an emotional attachment and understand what's going on until like the third or fourth episode. There's no True. way. You can't tell me you predicted what was happening. Ah, oh, no. But that's why I loved it. Because it, it was, was so weird. But it was a story of grief and loss 
and at the and end, coping. But I'm saying, like, if you get if you get somebody who just has Disney Plus who hasn't watched all these movies and they sure. watch the first two episodes of Wandavision, they're like, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life." <sighs> I, I could see that, but even still, having a loose knowledge, the under like some of those lines and the and this. Okay, so I watched. Well, you it. watched it twice though, right? So like, listen, I've only seen it once. I've now seen it twice, and I will tell you that the show is in three parts. The first three parts are the setup. The first three episodes are the setup. The second three episodes are kind of like the strife. And then the last three episodes are like, we've gone to a different universe. Yeah. Because they don't even introduce Agatha or uh, Agnes. 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 Until way late. Until episode six, I think. And then seven, eight, nine are like dealing with that. Or maybe it is seven. But the... uh, when you realize what's really happening and it's the fact that like her grief is, has created this, this world around her. I mean, it's very, Oh, it's, it's beautiful. I'm not, it's very beautiful. There, there's a microcosm and and they're, you, they're playing off like this parallel of her powers have done what most people do internally. Like she is a superhero and her powers are manifesting in a way that most people manifest their own lives. She made an Avenger and an Infinity Stone. Yeah. She made one. She literally brought it out of her, her memories and her chest she and her soul. It. And she literally pulled it out and put it into real life. And the idea of someone has this terrible thing that happens to them and then they create a false reality around themselves to cope with that, that happens every single day. It's like we all know people that do this, that create stories and they create fantasies about themselves and they live in their own reality so they don't have to cope with what has actually happened. We, everybody can relate to that. That is a very real thing. And that, um, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. I, I 100% agree. And, I, and I'm not discounting anything. And I absolutely love WandaVision. I really do. My biggest qualm, though, is it is so hard. That, that one was it Brandon who asked, you know, like, is there too much content? Do you have to see X, Y, and Z? Like that one, you need to understand before you go into it. Fair. Like that one, especially. having the backstory of what happened. Cause is... there's, I wouldn't have watched past episode two if I had never known Fair. what was happening, which is why they put out episode one and two at the same time. <laughs> and then they put out three the next week. Like, I think there was a reason for it. Cause I, I didn't start. I will say I didn't start till episode four was out or five. So I watched the first five in a day yeah. because you kind of needed to do that. It was very slow starting, So, but for a reason. Okay, so you're 100% correct. It is for a reason. And when you get to the point where you understand really what's happening, the first two episodes become so good. They make so much more sense because they're... They become so, They're mirroring so what she watched as a child, which is mind-blowing. Spoiler I- alert, again... If you got, I kind of forgotten about her brother. Like I kind of like, like yeah, he was there, right? He was, like, in, he was an Ultron, see right? It, yeah. But you, I mean, he's he's not there the whole movie. But they so. did this. They did this like Christmas Carol, Christmas story back. It was Christmas Carol. They did this like walk back when Agnes takes her back through her childhood, and she has to go see how how did she make the hex? And you're doing this whole like how did we get here thing, and you see the Stark missile, and you see Sokovia, and you see her brother. And then, like, you see the scene with her parents, and they're showing her these films and she or these TV shows, and they, she's based she's based the hex off of her childhood and the the TV shows that she watched. I mean, it was a brilliant. It was. I I honestly, again, watching it a second time, you pick up on little things that you didn't really see the first time. It was a brilliant story. I want to talk about the villain 
right? Let's talk about Agnes for a second. Agnes. She really is... A hysterical actor. I love her and everything. Okay. That's also <laughs> so a fantastic good. point. She's legit, like, she a villain. Like, she good. I mean, like, uh, she is a very, very good villain. She introduced us to witches. Yeah, 100%. There it is. 100%. The, one of the big three. And the tie-in to Doctor Strange was brilliant. I already said this, and I know it, but it is so, so smart. I never would have thought about it. I never in a million years, and it's so obvious, and I get that, and you can call me stupid all you want, and I understand. It's so obvious, and it's just something I never put together. And we're right the, here. The, the tie-in yeah. of Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch. Yes. The, the amount that the Scarlet Witch was able to control, do, and, and I mean, literally make a reality. Right. It's very hard to not say that the Scarlet Witch is the most powerful Avenger. Uh, and so this comes back to your question. And so who's the most powerful? I mean, Doctor Strange, I think there could be an argument there. I'm assuming, we are assuming he got the... T- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wilder right what now. What are you doing, dog? He's in Corey's backpack. So who's the most powerful in the universe? I mean, Doctor Strange, so we're assuming he got the time stone back, right? Or the, yeah, yeah the, he does. He does. He has yeah. it. Yeah, so he right? can do the little and, and twisty knob he, thing, dude. And, and I'm not discounting anything that Doctor Strange can do. Doctor Strange is probably he's up there. He's a top three. True, like minimal. He's well, top three. And we're talking about like Hulk as far as strength goes. He's got to be up there too. Now Hulk is up there. Thor. I don't. I don't. Thor. Nah. He didn't even seem like all he needed to do was come back and kill Thanos, and he couldn't do that. Like, come on, bro, figure it out. <laughs> and he's a god right like and it's right. not discounting that in any means but i don't think he's i don't think he's wanda is is it has propelled herself into the upper echelon 100 percent. thanos is gone and it has nothing to do with wanda's ability to even fight like it's just it's literally power powers special superhero powers literally power she was a witch and she didn't even realize it she just thought she had these abilities God-given. Scarlet Witch. They really open that up in that series, which I thought was great. They do. And I, I just, I have a very, it's hard to not accept that she may be the most powerful because I think she just gets, she gets discounted. I think the only thing that may make Doctor Strange slightly and like the microscosm of like just ever so slightly is because he is smarter and he has studied and he understands the spells where she mm. doesn't so much. That's a good point. He's got the academia. She's behind. raw. True. She's raw. But at she the, learns at the super end, quick. she's learning. She's yep. reading that book, which is pretty crazy. Um, and that was a perfect tie. What a perfect tie. All right. So, Falcon and Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's not out. how it ends. And uh, what? It's not how it ends. Captain that- America and the Winter Soldier is how it ends. Fair. Again, <laughs> spoiler alert, sorry. I got a lot of thoughts on this one. Oh, well, real fast, Matt Snyder did ask, he said, who would win in a fight to the death between Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch? You're saying you're strange you're saying strange is- <sighs> I'm saying strange if this fight He's got the upper hand right this second. Right now. If next year is a different answer. True. And once she's studied up it's a different answer. She, a- she is I mean, she'd then be like pretty much all powerful. It could be a problem. It could be a problem. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's let's close this deal out. Hold on. F- Hold on. I want to go back. Let's do it. Could we 
because she made Vision, right? So she made uh, already well, made an Infinity Stone. Could she make the the Time Stone? You know, like so could an, she do that? That's an interesting thing. So she made a version of Vision. The way I look at again, I've watched this twice now, so I had yeah. a, I had a double take on on my thoughts. So she uh, she created a version of Vision that she described as the the um mind was the mind stone the mind stone the mind stone the part of the mind stone that she interacted with when she was in hydra Mm -hmm. that manifested itself into vision Hmm. now what's interesting is this um shield uh sword sword or no who are they they got the bat the quote-unquote bad guy who is the the military government component that's coming into wandavision in wandavision the it's sword Sword. Sword? Yeah. Is that sword. it? I think it is. That's SWR. Because that's yeah. who, uh, uh, what's her name works for? Geraldine, who's her actual name? Uh, Rambo? Yes. Her mom was yep. in Captain Marvel. Yep. Yes. And it's a little girl from Captain Marvel, which is a great they, tie-in. There are so I'm, many tie-ins amazed, in WandaVision. Um, and again, Thor and the again, chick. Again, uh, dude, yes. Again, they're just, they're they're spinning into the next phase, which I like. Genius. And as long, here's the deal. As long as they can continuously give me storylines that make sense, I'm going to eat. Make sense. That was the key I'm gonna phrase eat, I I'm wanted. Eat it, it has to make sense. And so far, it's making sense. And, and as long as they can tie it up and make sense, that's great. Okay, so then my understanding is that the like sword they made a version of vision using the power that wanda had what they did but they defeated it but he didn't die no he flew off remember i don't the two I different visions become one remember uh vision that wanda creates yeah. he t- he touches his head he touches his little brain and he gives him like all of the visions all of the memories like that he had legitimate vision and he yeah. says my quarrel is not with you or whatever he said something along those lines and then he flies away so he is still out there. Oh. And Agnes oh. and Agnes actually brings this up. Agnes says, oh, this is awkward because this is your new boyfriend and your old boyfriend at the yep. same party. Because it's the old boyfriend is, is the silver version of himself. That's yep. the old parts, but he just doesn't remember who he is. And the new version is the new guy that, he's ma- that she's made. So like, I think Vision has the opportunity. So Vision's to- back. Vision is back. I mean, for all intents and purposes. Yes. And separate from the Mind Stone now. Mind Stone's gone, but he is still... He's got his... Uh, for, he has again, been, he's been recreated. He's been recreated by by Sword. And then they, she, uh, the vision that she created gave him back his memories. So mm. it stands to reason that mm. Vision could easily be reintroduced into this new world, independent like of the Mind Stone crazy it's weird so this was a come-up story for two characters one obviously the scarlet witch uh, uh, wanda yep but then also vision is back as well in some capacity i'm curious to see how it develops so, so do, do you think that they make a second season of that or do they roll into a Dude, movie? that's got to be standalone uh, right like they've got to agree do, like it those, has to be that that was so good but you can't make close a, it off okay close it I, off we're on the same page here we got nine episodes of that. That was great. And then we only got six of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which see, that one I could see a second season, though. So could I. But that it, one it also seemed like a, they were both come-up stories, though, which is how I've described them. It was, it, it was Iron Man 1, and it was, Ameri- it was yeah, uh, Captain America 1. Yeah, because they, I mean, they, they both very developed. I mean, they, they, they really did set a foundation, right? And I talked about how I like those kind of foundational pieces. And, and for these two characters, you know, we talk about how the Falcon becomes Captain America, 
right? right. I mean, like, what is his evolution to really record with this himself? Is your, this is your third out. warning. We've said spoilers are going to be plenty. Yeah, just so get just get out of here. If you're not, if you're still here, man, that's not, that's on you. Who was your favorite development? Was it was it Falcon or was it Bucky? I think it was. I still love Bucky more because it actually came back for me. It comes back to the question that was asked this week, which was who did you want to become Captain America? Which I think I always knew it was going to be Sam. Well, it had to be Sam, right? I mean, that's, that's who Captain. Exactly. Yeah. That's who Captain picked. That's who Steve Rogers picked. So his story was good. It it was really good. It was really good. I just love Bucky's what he had to overcome as well. So here, here's why I'm going to disagree with you and here, and here's why I, I like, I like Falcon evolving into Captain America better at simply for the they fact should not have made Bucky Captain America. I, no, I agree no, with they that. shouldn't have, uh, but I liked it because it showed the range that he had for the simple fact that he is the one that actually made Bucky evolve. Hey, you want some tough love right oh, now? Oh, that's a good point. Let me give you some tough love. You're only he, dealing with this. You, he actually you're avenging. Em, he embodied Cap. He, he, invo- did. he embodied Steve so that's, Rogers. That's what I liked. That's a good point. That's what that's what connected it to me. Now, from a feel good story, yeah, hundred percent, I'm with you. A Bucky. Well, because they were. They I were mean, like, there was an emotional tie. Like him go from so cut off to the fact like that Bucky's what 106 years old or whatever. I mean, dude. Now he's making jokes. He's laughing. He's hitting on Sarah. <laughs> you know, like right. It's just it's funny. It's feel good. There is an emotional tie to Bucky, but from a character evolutional standpoint, it has to be Falcon to Captain America for me. So I had a lot of thoughts on this show. We watched it in one sitting. Mm. Dude, six hours straight? We did. It was a Sunday afternoon, and it just happened. Kimberly usually goes to bed pretty early, but we got to like 8 o'clock, and there was two episodes left, and it was like, well, i got to find out what happens now. (laughs) So I will say my initial gut reaction, and I probably should go watch it again. My initial gut reaction was the pace was weird. Yeah. I don't know how you thought, because it was like, we kind of, we give away the shield and then we kind of slowly build and there's a new captain. And then we're like, all of a sudden action, boom, like two and three were fast. We're in Madripoor. We're in like some new world in like some Asian inspired place. And like, there's like, rattlesnakes at a bar and there's like all these like you know marauders and like uh you know whatever that drink the smiling tiger drink yes so gross that uh, was a lot was that supposed to be balls no i think it was eggs eggs yeah it was like rattlesnake eggs. eggs snake yeah. eggs that's interesting yeah they cut that thing open kimberly hates snakes by the way you should if you she, she she's already <laughs> like cringing listening to this right now like five days from now which is fine i'm gonna make a joke um, i'm going to like put a fake snake in y'all's bed like it's gonna happen. oh that's gonna happen she will literally never forgive you it's gonna happen so the pace was weird because then we got wemo wemo zemo zemo Zemo. i always forget his name i love him as a character yeah dude he's really good for whatever name zemo i don't know that always escapes me but i thought he played a really cool villain-esque cross again kind of a jamie lannister like oh we're teaming up with the bad guy to get the but he g- never stopped being a bad guy i know which i liked and yep. they pulled back in wanda wakanda and 
Black Panther. They pull. I, I like how we're like we got the. It tied. A, it meshed. It we're meshed. Me, we're man. making sense. But what the my my the and it was the climax of it. Right is when yeah. Bucky confronts him and it's like, all right, we're done now. Yeah. And like holds the gun. Yes. To his face. Yes. And he's just like, yep, this is this is the way it's supposed to be. Yes. Please end me. Let's go. It is what it is. Click. Nothing. So good. And Wakanda arrests him. He gets thrown in the yep. break. Like it's 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 perfect. That is the way it was supposed to go because that finished the evolution of Bucky. Josh Snyder reached out to us and said, did you like Falcon? He found himself getting bored. It seemed like there was more character development than there was story, which there absolutely was. And I, I think, I think Wanda and Falcon, those two TV shows, which again, I kind of like how they're TV series, to be honest. I'm very excited for Loki. We'll talk about that in a second. They were both come up stories. They were both character development stories, but they also dealt with social issues at the forefront. And I loved the fact like Wanda dealt with, you know, grief and loss and solitude, you know, being alone at a time when we were all literally alone in our houses for the most part. Like there was a matter, you know, we talked about uh, mental health and I think that hit a lot on mental health. Like there's a depression and anxiety about it that you felt you could feel and connect with it. Comes back to the question we talked about earlier. Uh, Brandon Dowd, B Dowd asked like, what was it like, you know, watching it over time, they're, they're addressing, Marvel is addressing issues that we're dealing with as a society as they're coming at us. And it was, it was interesting. I'm not going to, I always say it was funny. I don't know why I say that. It wasn't funny. It was interesting how Wanda dealt with isolation, grief, loss, as people were losing loved ones. They were stuck inside. They were by themselves. They were creating their own realities in their own worlds because that's all they had. And they're dealing with that in a character as a superhero on screen. And then you have racial issues that are very much at the forefront of our society as, as a nation. And they're dealing with them in, in a very open manner in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, a hundred percent correct. Especially as I mean, watch the news today, today, today. Like it's not oh, even yeah. like, oh, yeah. you know, six months ago. When it is this- too day the last the, the, the last episode border. only released what a couple of weeks ago right yeah yeah i mean the the ability that they are able to address social issues in real time is is fantastic because so, it, it is like immigration you know is plays a big key into falcon so we we have talked about you and i out, off of the podcast about doing a race yep which a is racism still, uh, episode I, which i i do want to take that on at some point because it's important but I will say in the in the short term, I thought the way that this show dealt with it, I wasn't quite sure as we were going through it. I was like, I don't know if I agree or understand what, what angle they're coming from. And the way they closed it out, I thought was great. Well, you're not supposed to understand. That's kind of how they well, closed I it out. I loved it. I loved it. Well, I think I understood more at the end. That they, they introduced the character that was... Isaiah. Isaiah. They introduced the apparently over overlooked and abused and enslaved essentially black super soldier they introduced this character um and it was weird at first because i'm thinking like it it seemed like a very old way of thinking but that was it was intentional you know what i'm saying the way that they closed at the end and he takes on the shield despite that i thought i thought that was a really 
that was a really cool way of looking at like, look, there is a way to look at this. And again, it's a perspective that I do not have, but as, as an older black gentleman who has gone through the worst and says, I will never represent this. And it was very harsh and bitter. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm just relaying what the show showed me. I'm not, it's not from me, but the fact that they took on that perspective, which I think is probably indicative of a lot of people in this country. And then they, they kind of spun it and they said, look, despite that feeling, despite that outlook, I know that I can be better for, for your pain. I thought that was just a really clever, a really smart way of addressing that, that kind of outlook. So no, 100%. And I agree. And I, it, it, I just tried to look it up and I couldn't find it real quick, but there is a, uh, there's a, I mean, a quote, right? I mean, uh, go figure. I like quotes. He's got I, quotes. I read a lot. Uh, but there, there's just a quote, you know, about loving this country because of and in spite of all of the things that we have had to overcome, right? I mean, like, you, you love this country and you despise this country in all of the same reasons of we are the people. Right. We the people because of everything that we have gone through, you cannot ignore the 400 years of slavery. You can't ignore yeah. that. And that has to be reconciled and recognized. And now we can, we can talk about how you reconcile and recognize, and we can differ in opinion because of that. But if you can't understand that that is a human part of the culture and society of where we are today because of where we have been, then man, I don't know if we're going to be able to have a conversation. And if you can't understand that, you're you're no longer ignorant you're stupid and i've talked about the the difference between ignorance and stupidity and you know if you're ignorant you don't know any better if you're stupid you know better we've right. had 400 years to know better yeah. so shut up and, and, and let's let's have a real conversation and we will take this down in length at length in the future uh relating to this show very specifically i mean they they did it was very obvious that they were going to tackle the issues that are out there. I mean, the, the police stopping Bucky Dude. and Sam in the street and they're having a, and, and they, they turned the situation on their head unintentionally. Yep. It's two men, two superheroes who are having a disagreement in the street. And then the, the police show up and they clearly go after Sam first. And they're saying, uh, well, they're looking at Bucky and they're saying, is this man harassing you? And it, it was very, very in your face. And yet, uh, unfortunately, like even since me watching this, I've had conversations with friends or people that that's just not that out of the norm, which is crazy, but it, it was just very, very in your face. And it seemed, I, I want to say it seemed out of place, but it's very, very timely. So I want to tell a very raw story. Um, and it's, it's one I, I haven't told before and I don't talk about it because it, it's honestly, it hurts, but I think it deserves to be out there. I, had to let somebody go uh, when we were in Houston. He had had a couple disciplinary issues, but he missed work for like two days straight. Like he just didn't show up. I couldn't hear from him. Termination. So I, I had gotcha. to let him go. Yeah. Um, come to find out, he was arrested. A uh, black man. Um, I won't say his name. Just Fair. You know. Yeah. But uh, a black man who was arrested. And uh, he had told me after the fact, that he goes, dude, like it had nothing to do with I, I was innocent. Like I didn't do anything. I swear to you, I didn't yeah. do anything. And I was like, hey, listen, uh, Brian, I'm really sorry. I always say Brian because that's a generic name, 
but Brian, I'm really sorry, man. Like Corey, we have a name for these people. It's called Jimmy Grimes. Oh, Jimmy Grimes. Jimmy. So Jimmy. So, is, so, so Jimmy, Jimmy, it's, you know, hi, man. Like, I'm really sorry. He's the best and the worst of us. All at the same time. I so, said, Jimmy, you know, I'm really sorry, but, you know, you, you've already been kind of on the nice. This is kind of just a, a, the final straw. Come to find out the full story. Uh, and, I, and I didn't find out until about a month later. And he called me and goes, hey, I've finally been able to accept this. I've finally been able to move on. But I, I do feel like you need to know what really happened. And I said, okay, I, I will hear you out. I was arrested. I was held down. I was. I had a gun pointed at me Jeez. for n- nothing. And all charges were dismissed. Nothing ever came of this from a legal matter. And I just, like, it, it tore at me because basically what this boiled down to was that I terminated a guy because he didn't show up for two days because he was racially discriminated. Like, deal with that. Dude, that's... That's hard. That's rough. Like, yeah. that one, I still think about that. Yeah. That was four years ago when I was running Houston. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, that was one of the guys that worked for me in, in Houston. And, like, that, that hurts. That hurts. I mean, recently I had to take some training for... This is even just a part-time job that I have. But um, and while we were in there, my, my direct supervisor is a black man. Yeah. And uh, somebody who I actually helped train back in the day, like eight years ago, he was changing careers and he was picking up a part-time job, which turned into a full-time job. And I just happened to be the supervisor that helped train him on his first day. It's very funny. I, you hear that story a lot, obviously. Dude, every time you know we have saying? one of your friends on, it's like, well, Van started out my boss, was my boss and then I was <laughs> his boss for a while. And then I did, yeah. So this is a very same exact story. Very similar setup. Um, but we had, I had to do some training, which was inclusion, diversity, you know, color blindness yep. kind of training. And while I was sitting there taking the training, we were just having a conversation. And, you know, it's, it's tough. I should save this for the, our pot on racism, but here we are. Yeah. But it's, it's just tough because like I'm, I'm having I've, – I've, I cannot think to when I've – I cannot think a single time that I've ever been racially motivated to do sure. anything ever. Yeah. Like I've never been like, well, I'm going to choose this guy because he's white or I'm not going to choose this well, guy because he's black. Glad. I, I've, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But then it's also – so I have – black friends and it's like well how do you do you should i bring this up should i acknowledge this in this moment or does this person as a friend not really want to talk about it because we're cool and they know where i'm at as a person and like in my soul like they go uh, where do we do we need to cross that line or, or you know what i'm saying like is this a line that they what wish that i would cross or is this not and it's like do you know what I'm saying? So it definitely depends on the person. And I, and I don't want Very to discount true. that, right? It yeah. definitely depends on the person. Some people are definitely more open to talking about it. But despite what you believe and what you feel and how you interact, there is a difference from how society believes and, and reacts true. and how they go. And so it's like, hey, we're close enough and I feel like I can have this open conversation with you. Yeah. How is think, this affecting your culture? Like, please a- talk to me. Like, I, think I really want to understand. Asking the question as well. Yeah, you can't. Good. You can't try to talk you like you, you know can't this because you don't know this. You, well, I mean, but I, in that moment, I brought it up and I said, I, I said it just the way that I just said it just now, and I was like, you know, I'm not sure. I, I don't ever really know 
if the conversation to be ha- should be had or could be had. And then all of a sudden we started talking and it was like, clearly he was open to talking about it. Sure. So then we talked about it. Yeah. And I talked about my perspective. He talked about his perspective. He shared a story very similar to that one that said, you know, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, you know, years ago, he's getting off a shift from a restaurant at 11 PM and he gets pulled over and there's one car, then there's two and then there's six and then there's 10. And he fits the description of a burglary that just took place. And he literally just left his shift at work. And he's just saying like, you know, the sad truth is like, I wish that I could tell you that I didn't grow up with like having those things happen, but I did. And I was like, well, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. I mean, cause it's dude, not that's even just, close ba- to that's just bad. Like it's not, and it's not. And it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard thing to, for me to talk about cause I'm on the receiving end of the, the positivity. So, and I think that that really kind of just ties it all up. Right. I mean, like, you know, we, we started this off by talking about what really makes a superhero. Why are we so infatuated with superheroes? And it's because it promotes an ideology that we all want to believe in, but we can't necessarily accept as a society and really tie into. We all want to believe the best in every single person, but there is true. There is some people that just aren't there. Right. And, 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 you know, and, we can try to educate, we can try to evolve, we can try to get people there, but you know, we are still where we are at today. So as a society looking at, you know, especially with the Falcon and winter soldier, they did try to address it, which was honestly, I thought very well done. Pretty head on. It was good. And they did. I thought it was done pretty well for the most part. It was uncomfortable. And and it was supposed to be, and it was supposed to be. And looking like now that I saw it in, in its entirety, I thought it was pretty well done. So you, what you would want to hope is that at the at the conclusion is that we can all try to not necessarily be a superhero, but we can try to channel an inner superhero. You know, Vance talked about it several times. You know, kill him with kindness. He tried to lasso people. He tried. Him. He's tried to go out every single day and do a good deed for someone. And I think that that's something you know, from a minute scale, we can all do, and we can all become superheroes in our own way. Thank you for tuning in to episode 26 of Talkin' BS. We had a lot of fun with this one. We covered some very light topics. We covered some very heavy topics. Uh, We're looking forward to a lot of cool things coming in the future. And that's all I will say for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talkin' BS. As a reminder, you can interact with us on Twitter at talking underscore B underscore S. And you can, of course, find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. This has been another episode of Talkin' BS.